Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. On this podcast, we're going to talk about the 20 traits that women want in a man. Now, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking that I probably talked to a few people and came up with these crazy ideas as to what women are looking for in men. No, we used a national publication. Uh, They recently did a survey and the survey actually broke it down into categories and traits that women wanted men. And I've got a special co-host coming through this week. The homie Keon stops by and we're going to talk about it. So sit back, relax, We'll drop the theme music and we'll get the podcast jumping. Let's get it. Welcome back. As I mentioned in the intro, uh, we're going to take a look at uh, something very interesting. Uh, I was perusing the Internet, (laughs) as I normally am, and I came across this uh, article that I found on this website. And uh, the website was called Men's Health, menshealth.com. And it talked about the 20 traits that women want in a man. Now, Since the beginning of time, you know, ever since man has been here, one of the things that, you know, obviously perplexes us as men uh, are the thoughts of, you know, the members of the opposite sex. What do women want? What do they want out of out of us? Um, And so Men's Health, they polled over a thousand women between the ages of 21 and 54 in two online surveys. Uh, Once the results were in, they organized the characteristics based on how they appeared and the top attributes were kind of broken down. And that's where we'll start. Uh, But before we get started, got a special guest in the building, man. Uh, My guest on today's podcast, uh, first time on the podcast, uh, I've been following this cat, man. We've been on Twitter, I think, probably for the better part of a year or two now, Uh, young Whip a snapper, <laughs> but uh, a hip hop head, uh, young entrepreneur, man, doing his thing. My man Keon is in the building. Keon, what up, man? Hey, Kyle, how you doing? Thanks for having me on. Oh, man, no problem. No problem. Hey, first and foremost, man, happy birthday. Thanks for coming through on your birthday, man. Happy birthday. Appreciate it. It's, uh, it'll be in a few weeks, but I appreciate the uh, birthday wish. I really do. Uh, I'll be 28 this year, so I don't I don't feel like I'm getting old at all. I feel like I'm just getting wiser, and better. Like I'm just I just take it a day at a time. I don't look at it as oh man, I'm getting old. Like everybody else thinks. Like dude, I don't I don't worry about that. Ah, like man, I, I got I got life to look at it too. You know, I I don't worry about when I'm old. Whenever I get old. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I got I, plenty in the tank. I'm not complaining about that. <laughs> I remember when I was 28, man. Uh, it's a good. Yeah, actually, I got married at 28. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> really? <laughs> I got married at 28, uh, and 
and um, yeah, man. And it seemed like everything just kind of took off from there. Uh, we had our son. Well, you know what? We had our son, our oldest son, Dion, mm-hmm. when I was 27. Got married at 28, bought a house at 29. Yeah, just like that. Crazy. Crazy, right. man. Time flies. Uh, but we are going to talk about the 20 traits that women want in a man. Uh, now, the first uh, set of traits, and, and again, these traits are in no particular order. Um, but on this podcast, what we're going to do is we're going to give you the list of traits and give you our thoughts on the traits. And then we'll also tell you about whether or not we think that they're significant in our eyes. And then finally, we'll tell you our thoughts on how it relates to attracting women. Uh, So the first five traits are what they call character traits. So remember, these are character traits. Um, And again, they're in no particular order. Um, The first trait, faithfulness. Now, according to their survey, uh, more than eight out of 10 women, actually 84% of the women wanted, uh, rated being faithful in their top attributes that they found sexy in a man. So Keon, what's your thoughts on that, man? What, What do you think about being faithful and where you think that lies with women? Um, for me, I was, uh, I was a little surprised to see add 10 to, um, to rate that actually. Uh, I expected, honestly, I expected 10 out of 10. (laughs) I think, well, well, that's the thing that it's a little funny about is just that, um, it's funny because one of my best friends, uh, she was actually made a Facebook post about this other day saying that uh, how guys be holding stuff and like taking their frustrations out past relationships on women. Um, and I texted her, I was like, hey, uh, you know women does this too, right? <laughs> I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, don't, don't think you're going to get away with this, dude. Like, you know, you're, uh, you know, everybody does this, not just, not just us guys. So, uh, back to the um, article. Uh, I feel like the faithfulness that women see in men. I feel like uh, the cliche, like you know, the way that the rules of society, like the unwritten rules of society, mm-hmm. where it's like you're committed to one, mm-hmm. and so if you're committed to one, it makes you like you know whole, like you, like you guys were married and whatnot. So with the with the eighty percent or eighty four percent of women uh, that's voted for a faithfulness in a man as one of their traits that they look for, I feel like and now like in today's society, it's gotten to the point where it's kinda of like the hats out of the bag now where you know how guys will have some side pieces or whatnot. Now women are starting to have side pieces. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I'm faithful to you but when I'm not getting that uh, that itch scratched real quick, I'm gonna head over here real quick for a cup of coffee. And I'm gonna head back to you, you know. Right. So I can say yes. I was surprised it didn't get no. So for me, uh, I, me and my girlfriend, I've been dating now. We've been dating for five, going on six years. Okay. 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 And, yeah. Thank you. And um. And honestly, this is like our first true relationship. However, it was just, it was kind of funny because like 
my mom was like like mad like protective at first too, <laughs> but well you better be careful because this is your first girlfriend you better be careful you better be careful i'm like mom it's cool it's cool like it's me and her we always we may disagree but we may be mad at each other but at the end of the day we always make sure that we sit down talk about right, it right, right. and whatnot so that's where like the faithfulness comes in as well where it's like uh this segue <laughs> dependability right where you can depend on that other person to actually pick up the pieces where it left off or to be like hey this is what you're doing is this is how it's affecting me mm-hmm. i'm depending on you to to fix the situation that where you're broken, where you, this part of your personality is broken. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes total sense. I I, I will agree. I think um, uh, the the study said eight out of ten. It was actually eighty four percent. But mm-hmm. um, I like you thought that that would be higher. Um, and I, I'm just I was at least back then like ninety five or higher. Right, right, right. Uh, I'll just go off the women that I know. I won't even necessarily deal in hypotheticals. Um, with the women that I know, uh, family, friends, uh, associates, whomever, faithfulness is pretty high because you know you you want to make sure that you know that especially if you're in a committed relationship. And obviously, as you you get older. Uh, that becomes more and more of a priority. You know, you don't want someone who's, you know, especially uh, if you're in a relationship and you're the woman is faithful to him, but he ain't faithful to her. You know, then you could lead yourself, put yourself in situations where you could be vulnerable to, I don't know, pregnancies, diseases, <laughs> you know, any number of things. So, uh, so yeah, I, I was a little surprised, but not surprised that, faithfulness ended up on the list so I, I and i think fellas for the fellows that are listening i think you have to be honest with yourself uh if you're going to get into a relationship you have to be honest and know that you know this comes with the territory if you want it, that in a relationship then you have to be one of the foundations of a, of, of a relationship is being faithful um so that's one character trait the other character trait number two you mentioned uh dependability um According to their study, 75% uh, are looking for a man who's dependable. What's your thoughts on that? Still, again, that's a low percentage. <laughs> <laughs> Money to me. Right, like, right, right. Like, oh, I can't get you to uh, change my oil. I'm going to get uh, right up the street to change my oil. <laughs> right, I'm going <gonna> <laughs> to get what Earl and them. Yeah. <laughs> You know the dude that has a, a cigarette hanging at their mouth right, and whatnot. Right. Like, hey, you know, you look like your daddy. <laughs> right. But um, yeah. But the dependability part, um, it's just it, it's all part of trustworthy at the end. Of, it's just it's just trustworthy at the end of the day. It's like like you don't have to ask to do this. It's like oh, I expect him to do this because he he knows where to pick up the pieces at, or she knows where to pick up the pieces at. Mm-hmm. So I know I can depend on them. If something were to go wrong now with this, so with the women looking at the guys to be like a follow through, to which I'm just paraphrasing what this one sentence says, it's just maybe it's just one of those things where women's um, expectations are 
slowly decreasing with time. You know what? I think there might be something to that. And and I as I looked at the numbers on these, uh, I was kind of curious as to because it doesn't give you the breakdown of uh, the nationalities or of of these women. And not to say that you know one is different from the other, um, but it just said that they surveyed a thousand women. Um, I'm surprised, like you, that 75% number, I would think that that'd be a lot higher. Uh, for the women that I know, uh, dependability is, 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 is a major key. I mean, like, you can't, who wants to be in a relationship where you can't depend on your man? If you can't depend on your man to pick up the dry cleaning, if you can't depend on your man to come in your car and pick you up from work. <laughs> then what's the point of being in a relationship right. if you can't depend on them? Exactly, exactly. So that's where it's like, why is it 75%? <laughs> and you know, well, you know, what? I think, like, because I'm, I'm slightly older than you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in the '90s, uh, there was a big movement, or at least so it appeared to be a big movement for, you know, the phrase of independent women. And I don't think, and it, don't get me wrong, there's absolutely nothing wrong with a woman being independent. Everybody should have some level of independency, even within a relationship. That said, I think somehow along the way, men kind of got it misconstrued and looked at the women's independence as independency as she's independent. She doesn't need a man. No, she doesn't need a man. But she just she wants a man. And there's there's a difference. And I think sometimes we as men get that, you know, misconstrued. But the dependability. No, you. Yeah, that that's a high <laughs> character trait that a woman wants. They want a guy that they know is going to be there, you know, no through thick and thin. And I mean, you know, sunny days. Everybody loves them. You know, can you stand? <laughs> can you stand the rain? <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> uh, number three on the character traits. Kindness uh, says young women may fall for the bad boy type, but 67 percent of women say they are turned on by kindness. Uh, your thoughts? Oh, <sighs> uh, 67? Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, uh, I, you know, from my past experience, I've been told plenty of times I'm way too nice of a guy. Mm. However, there was a point in time where... You know what? I'll, I'll say this much. I'll, I'll, to make a long story short, I kind of like had to, I got pissed off to the point that I kind of had to find that mean streak. Mm-hmm. So there was times where like, uh, like a female would say like, oh, you're too nice. I'm like, well, maybe you shouldn't be so condescending or whatever, you know? And it's like, I can't believe you said that, but I respect you for, for calling me out. I'm like, I'm not calling you out. I was being disrespectful. You right, know? Yeah, you're, right. trying to, you're trying to be disrespectful. Yeah. And a lot of times when I hear about girls when, when bad boys and whatnot, it's just one of those things where it's like women just want excitement. They don't want something to be constant. They want like an up and down like mm-hmm. type of relationship, which is kind of, for me, it's kind of unorthodox. However, like it's, one of those things where I feel like uh, there could be part of uh, insecurity and confusion on a woman's part to 
think that a bad boy type is their guy. Wow. And that's, I mean, that's what, it, that's what it looks like to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, who's to say that something might have happened that media's not covering that, that they may not, that we may not know. Mm-hmm. I mean, we just don't know, but it's just by taking my face value. Well, excuse me, face value. That's what it looks like to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Angela Simmons, clean cut, comes from a really good family. Then all of a sudden she's a single mom. What's really going on? You know? Well, I mean that, I don't, I don't, now I, I won't go that far. And the reason being is because I know like stuff happens. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know what yeah, kind of, of course. You know, what kind of person that she she. I mean, all I know is just the the uh, the persona that is portrayed via the media and via through social media. So I don't know her personally. Um, one thing I will say, I I kind of understand why this number is at 67, percent and the reason being is that I think there is to some degree some women. Some women that I know, let me, let me preface that. Some women that I know that they, they want a guy that's kind and nice, just not too nice. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and again, that's just the women that I know. They, they want a guy and you can be kind and nice, but they want a guy with a little edge to him. Now I'm not saying that you want a roughneck. Mm -mm. What I'm saying is that they want some a guy who is not going to treat them bad but a guy who has a little edge to know what that what defines that edge I don't know but 67 it could be one of those things where you stand your ground yeah I when mean, it comes could be. to could be yeah it could be could be and, and you know 67 percent is according to them is turned on by kindness and and you know so I think there's something to that but um yeah, I, I wasn't surprised at that number at all. Uh, the fourth character trait, uh, moral integrity. Now, 66% of the women believe that you have to have the guts to tell the truth and you'll have the guts to be good, a caring partner over the long haul. Just don't try to tell her what you think uh, from her best friend in college and you're good. Um, at least that's what they're saying here. Um, moral integrity. I mean, a stand-up guy. What's your, what's your thoughts on that? For I think that it's a. I feel like it's it's important, but at the same time, it's kind of like with the, like with the example that you made mm-hmm. or the article that I had. Um, it's kind of one of those things where you have to also know your place whenever you're around certain people as well. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So like if um so like if my girlfriend invites me to one of her coworkers' house and whatever, and they all get off at the restaurant or whatever, and they all drinking and whatnot, having a good time, and it's all females there. If I'm the only guy, I'm not going to try to be the life of the party, or whatever. No, that's my girlfriend's people, man. Right. Oh. Kind of lay back. Yeah. Play play the background. Be cool and just you know. Talk when spoken to in a way, <laughs> right? <laughs> and um, it's not that it's not me being not me being whipped. It's just me being respectful. Of me actually, it's like my it's like her showing me that hey, these are people that I value. So you value me, they'll respect you. Mm-hmm. You know. Mm-hmm. I, I, so I, I think you you hit you hit the nail on the head. It, it's it, value is a key word. Um, mm-hmm. I think. You know, a woman 
should want a man with morals. Uh, a man should want to have morals. Uh, there's far, far too many men around here running, running around without morals. Um, Definitely. I think what you're speaking to is something that I think we as men have a tendency to overlook from time to time. Being able to know your place and your role based on the situation. You know, like you said, that situation, the scenario that you named. Yeah, if you're out with your girl and her girlfriends, that's really the time for you to kind of play the back. You don't have to be all out in front. You know, she's with her friends. You're accompanying her because you enjoy her company, obviously. But it ain't your time to necessarily shine. I mean, yeah, you'd be a part of the conversation. Never be standoffish. But that speaks to, like like they mentioned in the article, uh, there's a time and a place. You you have to, if, if she has a best friend that's doing some foul stuff, you kind of got to know when to say and what to say and how to say it, you know, without exactly because her. There's always there's always two ways to say something, oh, the definitely. right way or the wrong way. However... You may be get, you may be saying the right message, but like I said, those are two ways you can always say it, mm-hmm. the right way and the wrong way. Exactly. So there's nothing wrong with constructive criticism. However, I know like when in one of my classes I had to take for wellness coaching, it was one of those one of those things that we learned was that uh, mindfulness mm-hmm. is where you had to take yourself out of the situation and kind of pretend like you're not there and. You kind of have to study the person's body language and whatnot. And if there's a bad silence, you know, there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with silence. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's kind of like you, if you see something that your that your significant other is doing wrong, you don't want to air them out in public. Oh, no question. You want to stand by them. However, whenever, it's, whenever you two are in private, you're like, all right, this is the situation that I've, this is how I've seen it. And I feel like you could have done A, B, C, D. They could have done A, B, C, D. I don't feel like this should have been, this was blown in proportion. I feel like you're right. You know, stuff like that. Where if you don't embarrass them in front of other people, that would, you know, kind of have some, like some respect for one another. Mm-hmm. I feel like that moral integrity will also increase too because the respect will be there. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. I agree 100%. Um, and the last, uh, character trait under, uh, character traits, uh, fatherliness, uh, it says being a good dad is important. Uh, 51% of women want this in a partner, uh, you know, being a good dad setting is being a good role model, setting the example. Um, and for those, you know, who are listening, guys who are listening, if you're not a father, you know, being a good uncle. Uh, if you will, um, to your favorite niece or nephew, or just being, you know, an employee, or maybe mentoring an, an employee at work. Uh, how important do you think that is, fatherliness? I feel like that's really important because it shows a side where, just like you can uh, laugh and joke with one another, but also whenever the time comes to actually give, like, quote unquote fatherly advice or mm-hmm. sound advice to actually lead someone that is that's either naive or you know clueless or a little bit confused that's where another part another respect will show you know where like with LeVar Ball he <laughs> like you may not like him but you know what you better respect him because hey he 
he believes his best his son is a is the greatest player in the whole wide world. And which what son doesn't want their father to believe that in him? That's a that's like one of the greatest feelings in the world, you know? And my father believes me, man, I can do whatever I want. I can I can conquer the world, you know? So I feel like that's also what women actually I feel like that's one thing that's one of the hidden secrets that women don't talk to the daughters about. Is mm-hmm. that I feel like they do tell them that look, you're a woman in this world, you're gonna have it hard because society is quote unquote ruled by men. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You're gonna have whatever comes around your way, you're gonna have to choke the life out of it and take it and own it. Mm. Yeah. So I, with, go ahead, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, you're good. So with that like being a good dad like role model, yes, very important. Because it's gonna show that you're not you're not about the BS and whatnot. You have your head on straight. You you're on a clear path, and it's going to also show that uh, around your significant other's family, you're like, man, he's really good with these kids. Mm-hmm. My kids really like him. My kids really look up to him. They always laugh and have a good time when they're around him. Mm-hmm. You know what? I like him, girl. You need to you need to keep him. Right, 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 right. And who and who doesn't want that approval for their family? Mm-hmm. You know. Oh, you you hit the nail on the head. I think um, I was a little surprised that it was at 51% of the women that were polled. Um, But I also understand, too, that not all women want to have children. Uh, So I kind of take it with a grain of salt. Um, I'm a father. uh, So we have four children, three boys and a girl. She's the youngest. And so, like, <laughs> like, like we mentioned at the top of the podcast, you know, that you were 28. If I, when I was 28, no, you couldn't, if you'd have said, if you'd have told a 28 year old me that, you know, I was going to have four kids, I'd be like, nah, son, I ain't having four kids. But, <laughs> but you know, we have four kids because we didn't want five. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so, uh, but seriously, the, um, for me, that was something that was very important. Uh, my relationship with my father is like my father's like my best friend, and for me and my brother, and um, and I've talked about this on other other podcasts as well. Uh, the most important job that I'll ever have, the most rewarding job that I have, uh, is being a father. It's a job that I cannot fail at, um, and I refuse to fail. Uh, and I think I would I would venture to say that I mean I, you would have to ask my wife what what she saw in did she see any type of fatherly type qualities back in the day when we met in college but because um, we didn't have kids then but uh, I always thought that was important I think building that bond with your children and and if you don't have children maybe your like I said your niece or nephew or a close relative or being a mentor. I think that that's very um, important, uh, not only for the person that you're helping grow, but also for your growth as a man. And I would think that that's a quality that women would find sexy. Uh, you know, 51% is kind of low, but you know, this is what they came up with. So, uh, but you know, yeah. say that they probably could ask a single mother this too. Yeah. Exactly. And it could be based on if, if you're asking a single mother, maybe her experiences with the men in her life 
you know, they didn't have that fatherliness uh, quality. So they did they didn't, you know, rank it as high as you might think. Uh, but it still made the list nonetheless. Uh, so now let's move on to personality traits. Now we've got five personality traits. Again, these are things that traits that women want in a man. Um, this one here, the first one under personality traits, sense of humor. Uh, according to 77% of women, this is very important. What say you? Uh, slightly low but kind of accurate in a way so it's kind of like a it's kind of around the ballpark I believe because I feel like some of them some of them like corniness some of them that's the big turn off <laughs> they want to they want to did, did, did you say horniness or corniness I said corny oh, okay <laughs> you thought I said horniness I thought you said horniness <laughs> No, no, I said Cordy. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. No, I don't think there was no, uh, no Urkel Corny type of dude or whatever. Right, some right. of them may, some of them don't, you know. Uh, I feel like with the sense of humor part, it's just, you just gotta be comfortable with your skin, dudes. If you can't, if you can't, like, take a joke or anything, or if you know that you cannot like clown or anything like that mm-hmm. don't do it it's not your thing it's not it's, you don't have that trick in the bag you just don't so sense of humor i feel like it's a must right i feel like it really is because serious situations you're gonna have to you won't have to need someone to actually help help you find a reason to smile because you're down in the dumps and if you're a significant other it cannot help you like feel there's any sense of hope I mean, it's basically blindly and blind to me. Mm, mm, facts, facts. Uh, I, I agree, man. I think I'm a little surprised that this number isn't as higher than what I, I think it should be. Um, to me, I think sense, sense of humor is very important. Uh, I was always told, you know, if you can make a woman laugh, you're in. <laughs> no matter what you're in and i mean like for me that's always a little work i mean you know that, that's i've always kicked it on that steez like i i can make you like because i i think i'm funny right i'm not you know eddie murphy richard Pryor funny but i think i can you know like biggie said once you grin i'm in you know what i'm saying uh, yeah and, and it's not even about game or anything it's just about being able to for one laughter brings a level of comfort and if someone is comfortable with you they're going to want to be around you i don't care who you are i don't, I don't care what you you know <laughs> you ever heard guys and i'm sure you have but you know ever heard guys hate on another guy you know like let's like let's say we see let's say me and you win a mall and we see a guy and he's you know not the most attractive of men and uh he's got a fine woman with him and, you know, the first thing a dude will say, like, oh, man, I can't believe that ugly dude got that chick. You know how he got it? Because he, yeah. he, he made her laugh. Like, I, I was, and I mentioned Biggie. You know, Biggie didn't necessarily describe himself as a heartthrob, right? <laughs> but. Like and ugly as ever. Exactly. However. <laughs> exactly. But here's the thing. I found this out, you know, more and more after Biggie uh, died. 
people around Biggie will tell you like he was a funny ass dude. And I was like, okay, now it makes sense. But even before he became this huge megastar rapper, he got women because he made them laugh. And so mm-hmm. laughter is key, man. I, I don't know anybody that doesn't like Personally, I feel like you should, we all should get in a good, hard laugh each day. That's a good day if you're if you're able to get off a good laugh. And I think for the most part, you know, women want to laugh too. So I was a little surprised that the number wasn't as high. But um, yeah, fellas, if you can get her to laugh, you're in there. Trust me. <laughs> Trust me. Um, Thank you for much. Exactly. Much, exactly. Guys. I speak from make personal, her laugh. Make her laugh. Speak from personal. If experience. you personally cannot make her laugh, take her to a movie that will make her laugh. Right. <laughs> so then you'll have something to talk about. Uh, exactly. And I, I've I've mentioned it before, but like, like when I first met my wife, even the the first day that we met, I I was really surprised. Like everything I was, she was laughing at almost all, everything I was saying. I was like, even the stuff that wasn't funny, she was laughing at. I was like. It wasn't she a giggle box or something? Like, you know, I you like you know when you deliver a line. <laughs> you know when you deliver a line or something. And I wasn't even spitting my funny stuff and she was laughing. I was like, okay, all right, all right, yeah, you know, I was like, all right, cool. So yeah, fellas. Uh <laughs> sense of humor is very important. That's a key trait uh that women want in a man. That's a personality trait that comes in at number two. Number three, passion. Now, forty six percent of women say that they like the display of passion that they're not accustomed to seeing in most men. So only 40, 46%. That, to me, that number seems kind of low. What's your thoughts on uh, passion uh, being a trait that women want to see in men? Uh, it depends. Because there could be two ways you, I look at this. Passion or obsession. Okay. Because I remember my mom... Um, this was a few years after my parents' divorce. My mom was dating this guy, and he was a veteran. However, whenever they were going dates, he wouldn't talk to my mom for a few days. Like, oh, where were you at? I haven't heard from you in a few days. Oh, I've been to the pool hall. So the thing is, though, is like my mom will always, I remember when I was a teenager, I would come up to Louisville and visit her. She's like, oh, my God, I'm so sick of tired of him going to these pool halls or whatever. Where it's like he may see it as he was passionate about playing pool. My mom's uh, saw it as obsession with something else. So it's kind of like my mom saw it as he was married to that game mm-hmm. instead of like committed to her. So that's one thing that could be mis- that could be misinterpreted as. Now with passion, um, being passionate about something means that, yeah, it's, it's a very, I wouldn't say it's very necessary, but it shows that you're very serious about your craft and, and what you and how you own it. So it's kind of like um, if someone like at your job were to pick on you, like, ha man, you always doing extra work. You always doing extra work. And you're like, dude, this isn't funny. I do this extra work because I enjoy it. Right. I get paid on top of it. That's the That's the cherry on top. But you know what? Maybe I enjoy it. What's wrong with me enjoying this? Mm-hmm. So as far as women, I feel like um, if, they, if they see that men are passionate, in a specific hobby that they may have, they can see it as if he's if he's this serious and this passionate about this, how is this going to be like whenever we actually commit to each other, and how passionate will he be for me? Even though, even though you get a glimpse of it, mm-hmm. 
it's still kind of like walking in a in a dim room, you know, where it's like, all right, he still has this hobby going on. He's really passionate about, but man, is he going to be serious about me like he is with that with his hobby that he has going on too? Mm, good point. Good point. So I feel like, yeah. So I feel like passion is also important too, just because it makes it puts that uh, real it puts that realization thought in women's mind because mm. it's like, it's, so it's kind of like for me how they always say visualize it then if you visualize it first you can actually make it happen you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think i think you're on to something here. i think uh i was a little surprised that that number was as low as it was at 46 percent of the women that were polled um but to your point you're right uh like in the scenario that you mentioned with your mom and her friend um it kind of depends on what you're passionate about. Maybe that's maybe something like that. in that scenario was turning her off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's almost like, um, you know, if you don't have the right, it's, it's almost like not having the right amount of focus or being focused on the wrong thing. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> if you're 38 and you're passionate about rapping and all you want to do is rap and you don't want to work, and the rap career just ain't <laughs> just hadn't taken off, and you st- and your, your tracks are you know getting a hundred listens on uh, SoundCloud. Uh, you probably want to go to work. <laughs> you probably want to go to work. You know, wait, what that what that off the Rocky movie? Throw in the damn towel. Yeah, throw, hey, throw, <laughs> throw in the towel, man. I mean, like, and I, I'll be the last one to tell someone to stop their dreams, but you know, passion. Uh, that's misguided can be, you know, it, it might not be to your, it, it's not going to be to your benefit. I'll just put it like that. Uh, so maybe that's, that's exactly, exactly. So maybe that's why that number is where it is, but still that is a character trait that women uh, want in a man passion. Um, number four, this was uh, very uh, impressive to me. Confidence. Uh, 41% of women said that that's a trait that they want to see in a man. Confidence. Um, what you think, man? Is that number too low or too high? See, there's a reason why I haven't commented about the percentages. <laughs> I, was, I was going through it again. I'm like, hmm, do I really want to say how I feel about this? Or do I want to keep it to myself? <laughs> um, keep it real. Yeah, because I'm like, yeah, I know. Because it's like, oh, there's someone to listen to this. And this is my first time on the podcast. Like, yeah, get him, get him off over. No, we don't want him on here. Boo. Boo right. this man. But um, <laughs> the 41%, um, uh, low, yet again, realistic. I, I look at the thing as a glass, like, half full, half empty type of situation where it's like, yeah, it's good for a guy to be confident in himself and believe in himself. You want to, you want that because it shows women that, man, this guy really believes in himself. He's going to give it his all. He's going to go to distance. However, on a, on the flip side to it, oh, he's really confident in himself. Hmm. All these girls over here trying to talk to him while I'm around. <laughs> he's to get a little confident over here. I hope he's not too confident that he think he's better off by leaving me. <laughs> right. So, um, that's just, I mean, even though it's just, even though it's just shits and giggles. I mean, I'm also being serious at the same time. Like, some women just were like, oh, I don't want him to get too cockier. Right. right. Too, like, 
two and two himself because I may lose him, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's what I was thinking, too, when I saw the number initially. I think it may have something to do with the fact that, and we don't know this because we aren't women, but women deal with a lot of confident assholes. <laughs> oh, yeah, they do. They do. They'll be the same one they, that won't admit it, right? but they'll be complaining about them the entire time. Well, not not only that, but they they're conscious. Where I think what we don't see is that women, some women deal with a lot of con, uh, a lot of assholes, but then there are a lot of women that have to be exposed to assholes, and and it's on a consistent basis. And so I think you know what what that does is that may leave them in a situation where they think, okay, well, um, I don't want to deal with this jerk. You know, I, I don't want to be approached by this jerk, and so. We don't, we as men hardly ever encounter on a day-to-day basis overly zealous, overly confident women in our face. But a woman, you can get, you know, she might get hit on by 10 different dudes walk, just by walking down the street. You know, and some mm-hmm. of that comes from false confidence. Now, I said that to say this. I think being confident is probably one of the most important things that anybody should have. Uh, confidence is a cologne that we all should wear. Uh, you're speaking to someone who is extremely confident in himself. I've been this way since I was eight years old. So I'm good on confidence. I can understand why this is. I would think at least for the women that I know, you got to be confident. Like if you want a shot fellas at any woman, you had better be confident. Like, you you should you should feel even if you can't even (laughs) even if it's not possible but you should feel like you could step to holly berry you know and talk to her and get her phone number i ain't stepping to holly berry she's nuts i mean yeah 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 Uh, then there's that but uh but uh but other than Other than that, yeah, you should you should exude that confidence. So I can understand why, but understand too, fellas, that confidence is something that um, it's a quality that women want to see in a man. So be confident. Don't be overconfident, but be confident. Uh, and the fifth one that falls under personality traits, uh, generosity. Uh, 38% of women said that they want a man who is generous. Um, what's your take on that? Thirty percent is low. Mm-hmm. I thought so too. And it's like, and I feel like, like I, as you can tell, my tone of voice, like, it's not the same like reaction like I had in the previous ones. Like, um, I'm shocked, but yet appalled that is thirty eight percent. Because what women, what woman does not like to talk? I've never, I have never met a woman that does not like to talk. Mm-hmm. And. With me working at the hospital, I'm around a lot of women, and some of them that I'm cool with that are around my age and even older. I like, like, hey, how you doing or whatever? Hey, how's your uh, how's your date go with such and such and such? So, me being generous and actually like taking five minutes out of my busy schedule outside of seeing patients to actually listen to what they have to say, it makes it's making them come back for more, like wanting to know, like, hey, what's your opinion? Hey, what do you think about this? Hey, do you think I should wear this? What do you think about, you know? So, I feel like that's where a lot of this, like, really ties in. 
uh, all together, just like with the previous uh, fighter we discussed and even this fighter we discussed, like generosity. We're not saying like be generous like, to the point where it's like, oh, we're not dating, but hey, here's a hundred dollars. Not like that type of generous. Mm-hmm. We're just just says, look, I need I need a shoulder to lean on. Hear me out. It's like there's times where I would call my mom whenever I had a bad day at work, whatever. Like mom, or I'd call my girlfriend. Her name is Laura. Like Laura, give me five minutes. I don't need you saying things. Give me five minutes. Let me vent. And them letting me do that. Oh man, it's like one of the best feelings in the world. It's like man, they didn't even have to say anything. All I have to do is just say what I have to say because it feels like they're listening to me, mm-hmm. even though they may not say anything at the time. They'll ask me later on. Okay, so what? So what was the situation about? So it makes you feel like oh man, they're actually listening. So role reverse. If my girlfriend or mom would do that to me, were to vent to me or whatever, and I'm listening to them, give my feedback. You know what? That shows like, hey, he listened to me, and I know I can trust him to actually have his attention there on what I have to say, whether it's important or unimportant. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. I, I think generosity goes a long way, and, it, and it, as you're younger, you think when I was younger, I should say. I thought more or less generosity as in money. Um, But as I've gotten older, I understand that generosity is measured not just through what you do financially or anything like that, but your time, your time, your effort, your ears, you know, your eyes, all of that. Women want that from us men. Um, So I think that's very important. Be generous of be very generous of your time. You know, if you can't put in the time to get to know a woman, she's automatically going to be turned off. I mean, why should she waste her time with you? How different are you from? And and that actually takes me to another point. How different are you from the other men that she's encountered in her life? So if 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 she had to fight for time with Johnny and Chris. And she ain't got to fight for time with you. If you're generous of your time, you're going to go a long way with her. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we as men kind of lose sight of that. And I think that is very, very important. Be generous of your time. Um, so, yeah. And go, it, go ahead. If you don't, if you don't mind me to, no, uh, to plug this in real quick. Uh, sorry. I feel like I'm interrupting. Um, mm, no, you're good. Another thing that you glossed over was like making eye contact. That is oh, one definitely. of the biggest Things that people, whether it's friends, family, neighbors, relatives, uh, employers, definitely employers. If your body language mm. and your eye contact shows that you're fully engaged in the conversation, sky's the limit for you on how people are going to approach you and how people are going to value your opinion. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. you, Man, you... You, you definitely hit the nail on the head. Uh, body language goes so far. And, and, and what you speak of as far as uh, your eye contact, that's, that speaks to being attentive. And if you can't be attentive to a woman. Oh, yeah, you hold an L, fam. <laughs> yeah, hold an L. I don't know what else to say. I mean, you're going to have to hold that L for a long time because you're not getting anywhere with her. Um, yeah. I'll tell you what, this is a perfect time to, for us to take a quick commercial break. So we'll take a break. And on the other side, we'll come back with the other 10 uh, traits that women 
one in a man. So far, we're 10 in. We got 10 more on the other side. So sit tight. We'll be back in just a second. You want to hear something funny? Watch this. Is that iced tea? Nope, it's lemonade. Is that iced tea? Lemonade. Iced tea? It's with these people, man. Lemonade. Read the sign. Lemonade. Read it. Okay. Delicious. Iced tea at a lemonade stand? Surprising. What's not surprising? How much money Marin saved by switching to Geico. It's lemonade, man. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. And just like that, we are back. Once again, it's your boy, 12 Kyle, the 12 Kyle podcast. And uh, we're talking about the 20 traits that women want in a man. I got my man Keon in the building. And uh, in the first half of the podcast, we went over uh, 10 characteristics. Um, Excuse me. We went over 10 traits. Uh, First were five character traits, faithfulness, dependability, kindness, moral integrity, and fatherliness. And then we hit five personality traits, sense of humor, intelligence, passion, confidence, and generosity. So now let's move on to the next five, and that will be the practical skills. Uh, We touched on it a little bit, so it's actually a perfect segue uh, Keon, listening, pay attention. 53% of the women surveyed in the poll of a thousand women that were surveyed on the polls from uh, men's health says that listening comes in at 53%. Um, you talked about it before we went to the break as far as, you know, paying attention as far as with your eyes and listening, uh, listening 53% is it am I tripping or is that number kind of low fellas word of advice sometimes there's nothing wrong with putting down a remote or an xbox controller and listening <laughs> to your woman there's nothing wrong with it it goes a very long way right <laughs> it goes a very long way so um with the 53% I feel like I can't speak for all the women on there that did the survey because mm-hmm. we don't know them. Right, right, right. But for me, I feel like I feel like the part of listening is like I see it as a scenario playing in my head where let's say me and my girlfriend go to the movies and we don't talk about it. That that shows that oh either I don't care, I didn't listen, I don't care about her opinion. So let's use this as a scenario. Best thing to do after movie. Oh man, the movie was really good. Hey, how you feel about the movie? How did it make you feel? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it made me feel this way. Really, really? Why did it make you feel this way? Right. Oh, really? It made me happy. It made me sad. What parts? What parts were your was your climax? What part were your ultimate lows and why? Mm. You're listening. Oh, what's your favorite color? Oh, good. You know what? As corny as it sounds, I. I still have this written down somewhere in in one in somewhere in the basement. Whenever me and my girlfriend first met, I was one of those less confident guys. Mm-hmm. And however, one of my best friends, he's actually responsible for me responsible for me dating my girlfriend now. I actually met my girlfriend on online dating. Mm-hmm. And on each question I asked her in person when we met like a few weeks after, 
and even online, you know what I did? As crazy as it sounds, I did this to make sure I wasn't going to screw up. Mm-hmm. All the things that she told me that she liked, what was her favorite foods, what was her, what kind of car she drove, what kind of music she listened to, what was her color, I wrote it all down. Wow. I was, I was going to make sure I was prepared whenever I met her in person. <laughs> For real. I swear, because it's going to be like, no, I'm going to prove it to myself that I am worthy. I'm not saying I was a piece of crap. Right, before, right. No, I get your point. Like I said, yeah, like I said before, early in the podcast, why women thought I was too nice. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I need, to, I need to tone it down. It was probably on a 10. Maybe I need to tone it down to like a, like a, uh, uh, mid to light, a mid to heavy seven light eight. And I was like, you know, I'm gonna try to take it easy. What what things am I good at? Oh, I'm good at listening, so I'm gonna start taking down notes. This is so I can exercise. It's like an exercise for me to actually practice my interpersonal communication skills with other people. Just so it's easy to talk to the fellows where like, man, this man, this dude, such and such, such man, just such and such, man, that was whack. How come you can't talk to a female that way? Right. Not in that type of tone, but like, hmm, like in a more and more calming and soothing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that makes them more, like, comfortable to, like, talk to you and actually oh, no doubt. spill it out to you, you know? Exactly. And I think one of the things that listening does is it lets them know that you're in the room. You know, like you, you mentioned, the video games or the remote control or the cell phone, whatever the case may be, you know, putting that down and listening it goes a long way and it it, it it obviously when you start moving about in the world whether or not you're going to school whether you're going to work whatever the case may be you know we all get busy we all have lives we all have things going on in our life and I think when you can end the day and come home and get on the phone or <laughs> people in the younger generation, y'all don't get on the phone. Y'all, y'all, y'all send text messages. <laughs> well, that's, another, that's another story for another day. Uh, back in my day, <laughs> you know, we get on the phone and talk, but, um, but yeah, listening goes a long, it goes a long way. And I think, you know, to some degree, technology may have, and I've talked about this on previous podcasts, technology may have you know done some damage to the communication skills because and that maybe that's why this number is as low as it is is because sometimes the communication is via text so if you if you know if if my communication with my girlfriend is through text then you know how much do i have to listen i don't have to listen to her at all i could be playing like you said i could be playing 2k and texting her you know she wouldn't know She's not there with me. So uh, listening, it, it goes a long way. Listening is, a, is um, you know, obviously one part of communication. If you don't have communication, you don't have a relationship. So simply put, listening is imperative. Um, practical skill number two, romancing. Um, you got to be able to romance. Now, I'm not talking about sex, but you actually have to be a be able to romance a woman 45% of women says that they like this and they want to be swept off their feet with romance from a man Keon where you at on this one man I'm telling you 
everything always stands back to my girlfriend. Like I said, it's just... You know what, babe? If you ever listen to this podcast, I want to thank you for allowing my heart. <laughs> and don't take it the wrong way, but you helped me get a lot of quote-unquote attention from women in public for things that you told me that you like for a guy to do for you. So with that being said, she never been in a relationship. So I asked her, I was like, what would you like for a guy to do that you never had done like to you before, like mm-hmm. physically or emotionally? I never had uh, a guy open my doors for me like whenever I get in and out of the uh. Uh, car door or even tuck my or tuck me in like with a at the chair well while I'm sitting in the chair at a restaurant mm-hmm. man ever since I've been doing that people look at me like oh man man it's hard to see that man you don't see that much nowadays <laughs> like, like I just play cool I just play cool I look all goofy like <laughs> but I know like on the inside it's like you know what at the end of the day I'm really doing it for her because this is what she this is what that sparks her you know Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, how how you say like kind of like in working out, like whenever you work out, your endorphins like kick in or whatever, mm-hmm. like yep, they start yep. to expand. That's what it is. Then the endorphins are starting to grow and expand. So with the romancing, I mean, yeah, not everybody's gonna have like the best set of hands. Your hands gonna be callous or whatever stuff like that. Never had a clean shave. You're not gonna have like you're gonna have a hairy chest, hairy legs, you know, stuff like that. I mean, people, are, everybody's different. It's just try just be yourself be unique if you're not sure on how to do something don't be afraid to ask mm. like hey do you care does this does this bother you if i were to do this or whatever if i were to if i were to get like ask for a massage like oh oh you need a shoulder massage tell me how does this feel whatever like that's it's still part of a romance even though it's bringing pleasure for her as this like She's in pain and whatnot. I mean, I still look at it as romance. And you know, you're helping her out physically. It's still part of romance. I mean, one of those things of romance is just, it's just senses, you know, the touch, smell. It's like when you were talking about, like, cologne earlier. I mean, mm-hmm. that's a big turn on, too. Oh, no question. No question. It, yeah. it, it, it's, uh, I think, one way we as men get it misconstrued is that we go into dating or relationship thinking that we can romance this woman the same way we did the last woman uh you can't do that no two women can be romanced the same um i think romance and i'm not really surprised that this number is as low as it is at 45 percent it's because probably a lot of the women who were surveyed weren't privy to the romance you know what i'm saying so they weren't privy to the doors being held open or the chairs being pulled out or the you know how was your day question you know that type of thing so um that stuff goes a long way and if you're in a relationship and you're you're thinking long term in the relationship then one thing you'll quickly understand is that the little things mean so much and they go so long and uh it's if you're going to have longevity, then you got to do a lot of little things. Uh, yeah, anybody can go out and buy a box of, you know, buy, buy a bunch of chocolate and flowers, but it's the little things. And, and you know, and that may or may not be a little thing, but um, romance, uh, you know, you, you can't just, 
you can't just start romancing on January on February 13th you know what I'm saying uh, yeah. or, or the 14th um, so yeah romance goes birthday on. yeah yeah, <laughs> bir- oh, yeah birthdays. birthdays yeah birthdays um, practical skill number three being good in bed oh so now we came to the sex now there's actually no percentage in this uh, but this is a practical st- skill that women find a trait that they want in a man. Um, it, it, now, obviously, it seems pretty obvious that this would be something that they want. Um, but, you know, a woman definitely wants to know that a man can take care of her in the sack. Uh, w- what's your take on that, Keon? <laughs> Self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, you got to be able to put it down. <laughs> you gotta be able to put it down, and um, you know, and I've talked about it. Please ask what she likes. Right, oh, I'm no, on question. Gra- no question. I'm on with some grandpa's strokes. No question. <laughs> I'm on. They like to get <laughs> their hand bashing against the wall. Game's different. <laughs> hey man, y'all know my y'all. If, if you've been listening to this podcast, you know my motto: We're all freaks. Some just bigger than others. And um, you know, fellas, you you gotta you you gotta know how and ask questions beforehand you know as to what she likes you know she might you fellas she might not be ready for the 60 30 60 pumps 30 seconds she might not she might not she might not want that from you (laughs) so you might need to slow the hell down um but yeah be dope in bed i think that like you said keon that's pretty self-explanatory um, practical skill number four, cooking and cleaning. 23% of women say that, you know, this is very good for them. This is a trait that they're looking for. Um, where are you at on this one? I think that's, uh, I see the cooking side, that percentage should be a little accurate. The cleaning side, eh, still a little low. If it was like, if it was separated as like cooking and cleaning separately, Mm-hmm. I expect like clean to be like in the mid to mid to low sixties, honestly. Okay. Because I mean, just by just by like society, like in movies, you know, like oh, women have like you know uh, tons of pillows on the bed, and this bed's made up all the time and everything like that. Their kitchen is clean. Guys, go to their uh, studio apartment. Man, they have sneakers everywhere, uh, dirty gym socks everywhere, um, um, dishes stacked up and whatnot, but. Just like with uh, what's your uh, what's your man saying? ATL big boy cleanliness, naked godliness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that's a that's a big thing with, uh, with women can't go up to and smell like full court basketball. Right. Uh, so keep it clean. Uh, cooking. Yeah, that's you. you're just going to you don't have to practice. Mm-hmm. That's something you going to have to practice. That. Um, I know there was times where my. My mother nor my father never taught me how to cook. And I never actually, like, cooked a full meal or even cooked my own steak until I was, like, 22, 23, whenever my girlfriend first started living together. Okay. Yeah, like, she cooked all the time whenever she was a kid all the way up to now. And there's times like, man, this tastes really good. Like, can you show me how to do this or whatever? Like, whenever we first started living together and when we first moved in, I'm coming home from... I'm coming home from work. Hey, this is perfect timing. So we're going to practice uh, how to cook this, whatever. And it was funny. 
she literally taught me how to cook like breaded chicken breast from scratch. <laughs> Starting out as corny as lame as that sounds, show me how to do that. Did I progress to lasagna? And then I progressed to like enchiladas and steak and everything like that. Okay, so okay. you gotta start somewhere. Oh no doubt, no doubt. I agree when, totally. When Smokey say on Friday, you gotta crawl before you walk. Oh yeah, you have to, and and I think that goes a long way because I think sometimes we get into these you know dating situations or relationships and you know men <laughs> and it's not good that we do this but we assume that the woman's going to do the cooking what if she can't cook <laughs> uh, <laughs> right I mean what are you going to do so you, you got to eat you can't eat out every night. Um, and I, and I say this as someone who I've been cooking since I was 10 years old, so I can cook and I can cook well. Um, and I do a lot of cooking. Uh, I don't do all the cooking in my house, but I do when I cook, I throw down. Um, so I think it's, um, I think that goes a long way. I think the number 23% is probably a little low because to be honest, at least for the women that I know, they don't expect a man to know how to cook or cook as well as they do. So, and that's just the women that I know, but I grew up around, um, and I've been, you know, raised by down home Southern black women and they all could cook. So, you know, they really didn't necessarily need no man that could cook. I mean, if he could cook, that's cool, but you know, they'll run circles around you in the kitchen. So that was just how they were raised. And subsequently, they raised kids like that. And subsequently, you know, that's what my brother and I were taught by my mom. Um, so, yeah, cooking and cleaning. Uh, now, cleaning. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm not a fan of cleaning to this day, <laughs> but I do it. <laughs> in fact, I got to do something tomorrow, but I do it. You know, I don't like it, but I do it. Um, yeah. And then the fifth a practical skill, uh, earning potential. Now, women have this listed as a trait that they want to see in a man, his earning potential. So can he go out and render in the money? Can he bring in the dollars? Um, they they say, okay, so it's one in 5%. So we're talking 25, I'm sorry, 20%. Um, I don't know if that's low. What, what, what's your take on that, man? Do you think that that should, are you surprised where that is as far as being a trait that they want to see in a man, how he can go out and earn a living? Um, I feel like, I feel like instead of earning potential, they should have showed it as, they should have just renamed it as responsibility. Okay. Can a guy be responsible? Because I feel like, with talent and goal achieving, that means that shows discipline. Follow through, that shows that's representing being responsible and actually holding yourself accountable. So, I feel like twenty uh, percent. It's it's hard to say. I really can't. I really can't. I really don't have a comment on that one. Okay. Honestly, it's a little strange, but it is. It's a little weird. I, I can actually believe that. I can see how because, um, you know, you're going to want to uh, 
get involved and deal with a man who is bringing some type of income. Now, you know, it doesn't say on here that she wants the man to be uh, (laughs) the breadwinner as they used to be back in the day. But he has to bring something to the table financially. And I I don't think that's I'm not going to fault a woman for wanting that to be a trading man, because, you know, for men, I would think we would want the same thing. Yeah, bring something, bring bring your money to the table too. We we both eat together. We bring it. We pool our finances together. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm. And then I think part of the, the other part of um, that being a trade is that uh, not so much as their earning potential, but the fact that they are going to go out and make a way. Um, I think women. I think I can see where women find that attractive and sexy because. One, it shows the initiative. Um, whether or not it's a grind or whatever the case may be, it shows the initiative. And you can go a lot further with women in this world if you show them that you have some type of initiative as opposed to sitting on your ass. Because <laughs> uh, as my mom used to tell us when we were growing up, a woman, no woman wants a lazy man. She used to always say that. No woman wants a lazy man. I mean, it stuck with me and my brother. And so, um, fellas, keep that to heart. Keep that to heart. And now, our last five. This should come as no surprise. Physical attributes. (laughs) And again, these are no particular order. Number one, sense of style. This is a trait that women want to see in a man. Um... You got to be sharp. Uh, (laughs) Now, they didn't have a percentage on this, but I'm not surprised that it came on the list. Uh, Where where are your thoughts on sense of style, Keon? The sense of style, I feel like um, if you keep, it's kind of like the uh, the wash, rinse, repeat thing. You don't want to keep, you want to evolve. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those things where I remember when I was in my early 20s, I was wearing an Aeropostale and Hollister. Then once I got to like 25 up to now, I kind of got tired of it. And I realized like, you know, it's not me anymore. So I'm starting to wear express clothes and I'm a huge express shopper now. So with the sense of style, women... They love when a guy dresses up. Mm-hmm. So, guys, make sure you have those pants and shirts creased. Mm. That that shows that you. Because I feel like the crease is like probably like one of the most important things to have, like with your pants and with certain pants or jeans and whatnot. Not all of them can you can go with with that, but with the sense of style, it's just. You don't want to. You don't want to keep doing the same thing over and over because it grows. It grows tiring, and and it it just shows your dullness, as in your taste. I mean, who always wants to go to a restaurant like, oh, I want to get the burger, I want to get the burger, I want to get the burger. <laughs> no. no, let me let me get this. Let me get a sweet potato on the side. You know, let me get a filet mignon or whatever. If you got a cheesecake, mm-hmm. so. Sense of style, yes. Um, you definitely want to have, you definitely want to have something in your arsenal that's going to 
that's going to be like, hmm, that's different. And you know, sometimes whenever a woman says that's different, a lot of times it means a good thing. Mm. Okay. So it's like, oh, that's different. Like, yeah, I know it's different. Gotcha, <laughs> didn't I? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boom. That just don't get any lipstick on my collar. Right. <laughs> Boom. Um, I, man, I, perfect. That's a perfect answer. I think um, we all have a sense of style, uh, good or bad. Uh, and I think to some degree, your sense of style and what you wear, I've always been taught like what you wear says things about you. You know, you, you give off mm-hmm. nonverbal communication based on what you what you're wearing, you know, and I'm, I've always been very cognizant of what I wear, um, especially as I've gotten older and I have kids, um, you know, case in point, like if I had to go to my son's school to pick up something or whatever the case may be depending on how I feel, if I, if I'm just chilling, I, I might put on some, you know, summertime now I might put on some shorts, but if I'm going to meet with his teachers, you know, I'm wearing a collared shirt, you know, some jeans, maybe hard bottoms. I'm coming looking fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going dressed like I'm looking at, like I'm going to the club, but I'm gonna come fresh, you know? And if I, and if I'm in a suit, suit's always going to be on point. Cause I just don't believe in if when I put on a suit on, I want I want you to look at me, you know, regardless whether or not you're interested or not. <laughs> when I put on a suit, because I think I wear suits well, so I, I want I want to turn heads, and and you know I I do see the heads turning, um, you know, not like that, but you get my point. Um, but yeah, I I think I've like you said, I've grown into my sense of style. Uh, I don't necessarily wear what I <laughs> what I wore back when I was in college. You know, nah. Could you catch me in a pair of jeans and Jordans, which is what I wore in college? Depending on the day and depending on where I'm going. If I'm going to the mall, maybe. But I hate malls. But <laughs> but that's beside the point. But um, I've developed a different kind of sense of style, and it works for me, and it fits for me. And I dress to, you know, I dress for me. Even being married, I dress for me. And I would, I would never go out with my wife and wear something bummy, and vice versa. But I don't even necessarily dress to impress. She's impressed by what I wear, but I don't necessarily dress for her. I dress for me because it's about my level of comfort. But I think sense of style is very, very important, fellas. Um, and it goes without saying, but I think I speak for Keon when I say this, fellas. Pull your pants up. Please, please do so. <laughs> Pull your pants up. Uh, women don't want to see your ass. They don't want to see your drawers. They don't want to see your abs. Not like that. Pull your pants up. Just no, some other dudes may want to see it. Right, right, see right. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. Uh, number two, uh, physical attribute: a handsome face. Um, there's no percentages on this, but I, I think it would be like a hundred percent. Women like a handsome face. Wouldn't you agree? Yep. <laughs> simple, simple way to put it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, I now, think... Uh, there's one old guy looking like, uh, you know how Martin got beat up? Yeah. That yeah, box yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. He got beat up with Tommy Hearns. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's important, man. Um, and handsome is, is relative. I mean, no. Every guy can't look like I don't know Denzel. If you if you deem Denzel to be the heartthrob that you 
lustfully desire. <laughs> but um, but you can make it look, you can make whatever look you got, you can make it work for you. You know, uh, face tattoos, uh, probably not. Um, but if you, if have, you have a face tattoo, you're getting face tattoos for other dudes. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hey man, new dudes, man. That's all that is. That, that that's that's the best way that I can describe face tattoos. New dudes, because the old dudes ain't doing that. Them new these new dudes out here doing that. I yeah, I don't no, understand. It. I, Wayne yeah. got a face tattoo, bro. I want one. That's Wayne. I, yeah, I don't understand it. Himself. Yeah, and exactly. I mean, like somebody like Lil Wayne. Yeah, he can do it because he's never gonna have to. Or at least we hope he's never gonna have to work at McDonald's. You might have to. <laughs> or you might have to go to some corporate office. So having six nine tattoo, tattooed on your forehead ain't a good look. Um, and that's why you're on grill. <laughs> oh, man, don't get me started on grills. Um, but yeah, handsome <laughs> face. Uh, if you have facial hair, fellas, keep it nice and trim. Uh, or you know, kind of wild. But if, even if it's wild, you gotta you know keep it shaped up a little bit. Keep it keep it presentable. That's what I always say. Keep your facial hair presentable. Um, physical attribute number three. 15% of women say that this is a trait that they want to see in a man. Height. Height. Keon, how tall are you? Uh, five nine. Oh, shit. You're taller than me. <laughs> oh, how tall are you? I'm five seven and three fourths. <laughs> That's how my girlfriend is. Uh, don't forget the three fourths. Yeah, I'm five. So, 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 so you're about my girlfriend. My girlfriend's six foot, dude. Oh wow! So she's taller than you. Yeah, yeah. How does? Okay, okay. Let's stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know it's a monkey wrench for you right there. <laughs> okay, so how does that? Do you get like weird? Because here's the thing: we were always, t- and I don't know who taught this as who taught this to us as young boys and young men that you weren't supposed to get a girl that was taller than you. And it's funny because I was talking to my youngest son just the other day and he asked me, he said, he said, well, did you ever, he's in middle school. So, you know, he's, he's at a stage where he's still growing and some of the girls in his class are taller than him. And I explained to him, I was like, look, you're in sixth grade at the time of this recording. He's in sixth grade. I was like, by the time you get to high school, you'll be taller than those girls. I said, girls generally have a growth spurt before boys do. And so I was explaining this to him. And, you know, he asked me if if I dated a girl who was taller than me. And it made me think, like, I had to think about all the girlfriends I had. And I'm like, damn, I, don't, I, don't, I think I think there might have been one girlfriend that I had that was taller than me. Um so so how does that work how do you get like weird looks or how how does it work given the fact that you're five nine and she's six feet so the first uh reaction whenever i first met her in person didn't bother me she was sitting down at a bar actually whenever we met we actually texted each other and told told each other that we'll meet up at the specific location when she Mm -hmm. stood up from sitting at the bar so i was kind of taken back a little bit but it didn't bother me really because i was like you know what it's not about that focus on her and get to know her to get the height so when we actually first started dating and like a few months in she uh, she told me like hey i have a bunch of heels at home i love wearing high heels. <laughs> so whenever 
her parents, like whenever we were live, we were living at our parents uh, at the time. They invited me to their place to spend that with them one weekend. So my girlfriend showed me her heels, and then she put them on. She was like, "What do you think?" I was like, "Look good on you, but can you just not wear that out in public right now?" Because <laughs> yeah, because it's funny. But here's the thing. Here's the issue. I wasn't confident in that particular department yet. Mm-hmm. So this is probably like the first month, probably like the first six months in our relationship. So after that six months, I was like, you know what? Throw those heels on. Since we're going to deck, throw the heels on. And once you do the heels on, and the way she dressed up, didn't bother me one bit. Because mm. okay. for me, for me, it it's just one of those things where it's like, this is what I have, you know. And it's like, it doesn't matter if she's six foot. It doesn't matter if she's four eleven. This is what I have, man. Mm-hmm. Like, if if I can if I can embrace this moment mm-hmm. over, a, if I can just embrace this time with her. And not just focus on the shoes, then it's not going. For one, it'll set me up for failure at the end of the night. <laughs> right. So I was like, you know what? Just embrace it and just enjoy it because she's enjoying this more than you are. So there's nothing wrong with that. With someone having more fun than you, however, sometimes you need to let that person have more fun than you. Hmm. And what women doesn't like to play dress up? You know, they right, always right, right. grow up playing dress oh, up, no playing question. house, and everything. So for me, nope, I have no issue dating a female that's taller than me one bit, not even one, not even very shorter than me. Like, I secretly have a, like, I'm not going to say which female basketball player it is, but let's just say that she played basketball at Louisville. <laughs> I, if, I, if, I, if I had, if I had a chance to, like, if I was single, and if I had a chance to meet her, and I know she's like probably six one six two. yep. Yep, I would definitely date you. Not because she's a basketball player, not because she has money, whatever. It's just mm-hmm. I just think she's super attractive. Okay, okay. Hey, Keon. Um, height, I think, uh, I, you know, much like what I told my son, um, your height is, is also, it's, it's really how you handle your height, you know, because uh, you can be tall and be awkward. You could be short and be awkward, but you're going to look even more awkward if you're tall because you stand out. Um but I have much like my son when I was talking to him I was <laughs> it's funny because I was telling him I remember there was like maybe 6th grade I was like one of the tallest kids in the class <laughs> and then everybody started shooting past me but um, I, I'm I'm cool on my height man I love my height I wouldn't I wouldn't want to be one of these 6 footers walking around here um I wouldn't either. I love my height. Exactly. So, and it works for me, you know. Um, But it's it's never deterred me from, uh, you know, talking to to a woman who was taller than me. I've just never had a steady girlfriend, um, you know, who was that much taller than me. I've seen it happen. uh, (laughs) And I actually had one of my college teammates. he was man. He had to be like five nine, and his girl was like six three. <laughs> and 
And so one day I asked him, I was like, yo, Tracy, I was like, hey, man, is that awkward? I mean, like you five nine and your girl is six three. And Tracy looked at me and he was like, he's mad country, right? <laughs> he looked at me and he smiled. I am too. <laughs> well, he's no, he's way more country than you. He looked at me, he smiled, and he said, you know, we're all the same height when we lay down. He's not lying. <laughs> he said, we're all the same height when we lay down. I mean, all I could do is laugh. That's all I could do is laugh. And so I just kind of took that and ran with it. But, um, yeah, ladies, uh, height is, you know, tall, dark, and handsome. Uh, it's not necessarily a requirement by most women, but they do want a guy who's got a little height on him. Um, fourth attribute, physical attribute, um, muscular build. Only 13% of women say that they want a muscular build as a priority. Uh, where, where do you stand on that, Keon? Uh, Big in the eye of the beholder. There's a lot of skin. There was a uh, skinny girl I used to work with my old job. She didn't like guys that had muscle or guys that were skinny. She actually liked fat dudes. I was like, you? She's mm-hmm. like, you like fat dudes? Yeah, I love fat dudes. One like, day, hey, that's your thing. Hey, no wrong with it. Mm-hmm. You do you. I don't. I uh, I don't have a preference really. Like my girlfriend, she's actually plus size. But the thing is, though, is that the weight that she holds, my girlfriend is. She kind of has like a powerlifter look to her mm-hmm. but because her dad uh her dad's muscular build is she kind of resembles his muscular build in a way but the thing is though is that if i were to tell you her weight you wouldn't guess it because she wears in her height mm-hmm. well yeah don't don't tell her weight because i don't want you to get beat up I, I know better. I'm not saying. I'm not saying anything. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, there's sure two things, two things you can't talk about: a woman's weight and her height. Yeah. No, I'm, no, I'm sorry. Her her age. Weight and her age. Yeah, weight and her age. Oh yeah, I'm man. Sure some clown probably listening to is like, oh man, Keon probably dating some tall fat chick, dude. Shut up. <laughs> you get yours. I got mine. Right. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Um, muscular build. I think. Um, like you said, beauty's in the eye of the beholder. Um, I think there was a time where women, at least the women that I know, uh, wanted that, you know, six foot two chiseled like Adonis statue type of guy. But I think for the most part, the women that I know, they want men who are physically active. Uh, and as long as you're physically active, I think they can they can figure out the rest. Like, you know, if you got a little yep. gut, you know, they, they might can work with that. But, mm-hmm. you know, now if you sloppy, you know, looking like Jabba the Hutt, you know, no, they probably can't, <laughs> they probably can't work with that. Um, but I think, you know, that also speaks to, um, you know, your physical health and how you treat yourself and how you view yourself too. You know, if a woman can look at you and tell that you're not, not necessarily not in physical in good physical condition, but if she thinks that you're not uh, taking care of yourself physically, then she may be less apt to talk to you. Um, but yeah, man, 13% of women say muscular build comes in on their list of characteristics that traits, excuse me, traits that they want in a man. Uh, and the last physical attribute I just kind of touched on fitness. 12% of women say that they want 
men who were involved in fitness. Uh, what about you? How 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 much of a role do you think that's played? Maybe not so much even in your relationship now or in previous relationships. Did, did you were you involved with girls who wanted you to be, uh, you know, involved in some type of fitness activity? No, not really. Okay. Um, it was never really a priority for girls I talked to previously and not even one I talked to now. Um, it was just uh, one of those things where I've always played sports whenever I was a kid, uh, except like for a few years, uh, just for personal preference. Um, I've actually, one of my hobbies is uh, basically weightlifting. Like I'm a huge fan of bodybuilding mm-hmm. and uh, I played basketball when I was in high school and like one year of soccer. And my girlfriend now, she did gymnastics and she never lifted a weight, really. Not nothing serious whenever she started dating me. But when she started dating me, she came to gym with me one day. She said, hey, I want to work out with you. All right. Ever since then, I kind of put a bug. I kind of I kind of put that bug in her mm-hmm. where she likes fitness, too. So with not, not only with that, fitness, what that helps is that just being active mm-hmm. even if it's a few days out of the week it does so much for your body that it's almost undescribable like there's plenty of things out there where oh doing this for a certain amount of time this X amount of days uh, men's testosterone went up 76% which is true however that's just like it's just funny to me like whenever I see the article where it says muscular build then the segue to fitness, I mean, like I said, ties them together. Being active is going to help, is going to help um, give you that ability to actually strive to be healthy. So the way that I look at health is like, you want to look at it as inside out. Mm-hmm. As long as your organs, your heart, lungs, all your main organs and your upper extremities, and it's everywhere. If they're functioning properly the outside take care of itself however just like with diet and the specific whatnot even like with even like with your integumentary system your nails hair and skin that that even aspect of health is very important as well there's plenty of diabetics out here that has like scaly skin and whatnot Mm -hmm. from like say lice and everything and stuff like that so that's just like just make sure you're getting proper nutrition vitamins and minerals in and even like with people like guys like in their mid 40s and their 50s and whatnot nothing wrong with taking a test booster there's nothing wrong with taking horny go wheat you know just i mean those what these things are there for so you can actually be active and actually help yourself to prevent injury and to prevent illnesses because a lot of times uh, a lot of the population I've seen in the hospital, a lot of them have illnesses, but the thing is, though, is that when they get home, they have a sedentary lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That's, and that's where the fast food comes in. Yep, that makes and, a huge difference. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. Like, if you take if you take a can of tuna and brown rice versus uh, a McChicken sandwich from McDonald's, dude, that tuna and brown rice is going to make you feel a million times better than that uh, McChicken sandwich at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. And once you see that, and once a female sees that you're actually serious about your health and just even your mind state, 
Oh man, she's gonna be attracted to that too because she, because she's gonna see that. Oh man, he really, he really values and appreciates his well-being. That, that's gonna, it's like a magnet. It's gonna, she's gonna be attracted to that. Then she's gonna want to learn about it too. Next thing, no, you both have a hobby that you both like, mm-hmm. and, and it's gonna lead to other things. Oh, definitely. I, I think that's one way for couples to build uh, when you're when you're physically participating in some type of you know fitness activity whether or not you're doing it together or just doing it in general um you know it relieves stress it you know you feel better no do do you always want to go to the gym no but like me i I go at least three times a week do i feel like going no (laughs) but you know once if i can get in the car i'm good once i get in the car i'm I'm there then once i get there i'm I'm going i'm going to put in the work but my mm-hmm. wife and I, we both work out, you know, several times a week, despite, you know, juggling, you know, family life, uh, our outside interests and everything else like that. And, uh, you know, you know, people always ask, well, when do you have time? You just have to make time, you know, instead of, you know, and it could be something as simple as you're watching the game commercial comes on. Hey, see how many pushups you can do until the game comes back on from commercial. You know, I've done that, and it's not something that, you know, you don't necessarily have to have a gym membership to do, but that could be a little test that you have for yourself. If you do 10 push-ups every time there's a commercial, do you know how many push-ups you'll finish in between, you know, watching your favorite game, whatever game you're watching on TV? Uh, It's little things like that. And I think fitness, um, again, like you said, just from the health aspect, it puts you in a better situation as you're getting older which, you know, like for me at the time of this recording, I'm 45. So it's bugged out for me to see, you know, people my age or people, you know, not much older than me dying from heart issues. I'm like, dog, how you how do you have heart problems at, at 47 and 50? And, you know, God willing, you know, cats like you can you'll you'll get to this point and you don't want to put yourself in situations where you know you can't be mobile like you said having a sedentary lifestyle isn't good you know so i i i recommend that everybody do some type of physical activity no everybody can't go you know play 10 games of basketball everybody can't go swimming every day or whatever the case may be but there's some things that you can do you just have to find the 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 you have to find whatever lane it is that fits best for you and then take that. Um, so yeah, there you have it. Uh, 20 traits that women want in a man. There are five characteristic characteristic traits, um, faithfulness, dependability, kindness, moral integrity, fatherliness. And then there's five personality traits, sense of humor, intelligence. Uh, did we talk about intelligence? Yeah, we did talk about it. No, did we? Did we talk about it? Uh, we might have glossed over it like briefly, but I don't, I don't really don't, I don't remember. I don't okay. think we did. So before we, uh, intelligence came in at number two on the personality traits. I, I don't, I think we missed that, but um, yeah, that came in at fifty five percent. Then there was passion, confidence, and uh, generosity. Uh, and then five practical skills, listening, romancing, uh, being good in bed, <laughs> putting it down, cooking and cleaning, uh, earning potential, 
And then the five physical attributes, a sense of style, handsome face, height, muscular build, and fitness. Uh, before we get out of here, man, Keon, man, I got to definitely thank you for coming through on the podcast, man. Uh, the folk, For the folks that are listening, man, tell people where they can hit you up at. All right. My name is Keon Alexander. So on Twitter, let me, I'm still new to Twitter. The only reason I got <laughs> it because one of my instructors in school was like, hey, I put some of the test questions and answers on Twitter, so make sure you follow me. I'm like, shit, now I got to make one. So <laughs> I know, right? So my Twitter is k.090. And I'm on Facebook as well. And um, my Instagram is Mr.Alexander90. Okay. And I appreciate you uh, calling for inviting me on your podcast. First time for everything. So hopefully this leads to uh, more conversations in the future. And hopefully I can be, hopefully I can be uh, uh, fathered into the uh, dead end uh, hip hop, dead end sports, you know, family. <laughs> <laughs> oh no doubt no doubt you know you know we were a big family man um and i definitely want to thank you yeah, for I've, been coming following, on. I've been following you guys since like 2011 man ah, so right. it was one of those things where it's like that man. wow yeah i started watching whenever uh i think I, the first episode i watched was whenever that topic creator goblin review came out okay okay because there was like two or three videos with that where Rod and Ken were kind of uh, debating about that album, okay. way. and then once Dead in Sports came out, I was like, "Yep, <laughs> that's my first. That's when I first uh, got a glimpse of you. That's why I called when the view was that was the first video." Yeah, man, that, we we had we had a lot of fun, man. That that was um, how was that? I think that was twenty fourteen. I think when we started Dead in Sports. Um, or is he the, no, yeah, it was when LeBron was still in Miami. Yeah, yeah, when Le, yeah, LeBron had just uh, announced that he was going to Miami. That was when we started Dead End Sports, man. So yeah, you yeah, so we we go way back, man. So yeah, I definitely appreciate you coming through. Uh, like I said, early birthday shout out to you. Enjoy your birthday for real. Um, and you guys listening, you know how to find me. Obviously, you've been listening this long, uh, so, so no need for me to put my stuff out there. Uh, feel free to cop drop a comment. Uh, you know where to hit me up at. You know where the podcast is. So as always, thank you for listening, downloading, and subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle Podcast. For my man Keon, I'm your boy 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. Five G's. Boom. <laughs>